The information provided on this podcast is intended to be educational and informational only and is not considered to be formal legal advice. The listener should not take or refrain from taking action based on its content. Any listener in need of legal opinion upon which to rely in decision-making should consider formally engaging an attorney to review relevant facts in detail and examine the pertinent law as it applies to those facts. Howdy, this is Ben Kogut with HJH Investments, and you're tuned in to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. And also did some educational webinars and just, like I said, just nurtured and built that relationship over time so that they could be comfortable in investing with me. Hey guys, this is Adam Carswell, the host of Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. And we'd like to take this moment to shine light on our sponsor, Raise Masters, the number one mastermind for elite capital raisers. You can go to raisemasters.com for more information. That's raisemasters.com. Thank you for tuning in. Now, Catherine, my amazing producer, take it away. This is Dream Chasers, episode 227, featuring Hunter Thompson and Keisha Kennedy. Hey guys. Hi, Grandma. This is Adam Carswell, and welcome to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. On Dream Chasers, we bring next-level talent to the light. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's get straight to the interview. What is up? We are back with another success story of how they did it. I'm Hunter. Adam, how are you? Fantastic. We got Keisha from Kuwait, 4,000-mile interview here today, so looking forward to it. That's right. And she has accomplished some amazing thing. Keisha, how are you? I'm good. So excited to be here. So one thing that we really always want to do, but sometimes it can be difficult to do, is to create like a very quick, quick win. And you are one of the clients that just came in with such momentum, such tenacity, and you very quickly were able to enter into your first raise. And I would call it a, a very much a success. Can you please we want to lay the breadcrumbs of you know getting into your first deal, making moves, and just getting it done. Because there's a big difference, as you know, and your trajectory knows, from going from zero to one and then from one to two, right? So walk us through, how did you get into your first deal? Let's talk about that a little bit. Yes, absolutely. As he mentioned earlier, I do reside in a country called Kuwait, which is an hour flight from Dubai, for those that don't know. And so this is just an example of how massive action equals massive results. So my first deal, I got in through a mastermind and it all came from networking. Your network is your net worth. And so I jumped into that and I needed help raising capital right on my first deal. And so I reached out to Hunter Thompson and his mastermind and and Adam. And I said, you know what? I need to take action because I want to make this work. I had a goal in mind and I wanted to reach that goal. And so that's how I got into my first deal. It took some time to build those relationships over time. And then once I was comfortable, I was ready to work with the uh, GP team. I just realized, you know, who's hungry when you talk to them near the holidays. Cause I think it was either the day before or after Thanksgiving and Keisha's like, Adam, Let's get it. So that goes a long way as well. Yes, absolutely. By the way, it can be more difficult to raise during the holidays. So I'm going to pause that real quick. Let's walk us through how you did this. How did you launch this deal? How did you communicate it? Walk us through those steps. Yes, absolutely. So prior to that, I had been using social media as you know, my way to target investors, but I built up momentum over time. So it did take some time, educate, nurtured, inspired, motivated. And so that's how I was able to build up those investors. 
over time. And then once I realized that, hey, people are reaching out to me and they want more information, that's how I, I built my investor base list off of that social media free advertisement. Totally. And then did you prompt them to schedule a call with you or did you send them an email? Like, how did you communicate it? Yes, I did exactly what I learned in your mastermind. Um, I built my email list, told them to book a call with me, call to action, and they took action. And I mean, everything that is outlined in the mastermind, I did it directly from there. And then I see the results. Okay, let's talk about it. Because (laughs) first, you know, like as an entrepreneur, when I started, my calendar was blank. Nobody cared. I had very little skills so that I had plenty of time. Then things start to change a little bit. So how did you get people to, when you prompted them to schedule a call, did they know they were going to get a deal or was it like, can you walk us through a little bit of like what that communication yeah. looked like? Yeah. So in order for them to book a call with me, of course, like I said, I had a call call to action. And basically I started off as a limited partner. So Mm -hmm. I used my story to build a story upon that. And so they seen, you know, my distributions and they seen how it was to be a limited partner. And so when I had the deal, I blasted out the email and said, Hey, if you'd like to learn more, or if you're interested in becoming a passive investor, click the link below, click the link below and we'll do an introductory call. And so once I got them on the call, gave them some basic information, then I booked a second call for those that were interested and not just wanted to, you know, the free information and also did some educational webinars. And just like I said, just nurtured and built that relationship over time so that they could be comfortable in investing with me, because it's not about the deal itself. It's about who you're investing with. Can you, do you like, do you know, do, can you trust them? Mm -hmm. And again, I'm way in Kuwait and they're investing with me in the state. So that just speaks volume about how my social media presence is and how I'm leveraging what I have without advertising. I'm not paying for advertising. I love it. I love it. You're absolutely right. And I do like that you kind of broke it down into two calls, which I do talk about in Raise Masters as well, which is like, if you get on that first call and you just start blasting them with the underwriting model, for example, they don't care. The emotional buy-in isn't there and it doesn't matter what you say in Excel. But what you did is say like, hey, I want to get to know you first. And then I'm happy to open up about me, my background, my company, my values, and why I like investing in real estate. And then only from there should we talk about the specifics of the deal. If you're watching this right now and you're in the middle of a raise, don't make the mistake of diving into the details. Most passive investors do not care, nor should they. They want to know who they're trusting. So it's all about you and is the personality match a good fit? You're going to be stuck together for seven years in some cases. So make that uh, part of your process. Now, so you go out, you have this goal, walk us through the amount of capital you raised. And then let's talk about the second and third raise as well. Yes. So I had maybe four weeks or less than that to raise capital in my first deal. And so I didn't know how much I was going to raise, but I, I told them, hey, I'll, you know, I'll help do my best. I was a little bit nervous, scared, stressed, overwhelmed. It was over the holiday, like I mentioned, Thanksgiving and Christmas. So <laughs> yes, my anxiety was through the roof at that time. Totally. But my first raise, I did raise $175,000, which I'm very proud of. And so that's how the first raise went. And that was, like I said, we closed the end of 2021. We're now in 2022. And so my second raise, I raised 250,000 and we closed in that, I think in the month of March of 2022. And then my last raise, we closed in July and I raised 250,000. So my goal is to raise more than the last raise. And so eventually I'll get up to 
my last raise was 500,000, I'll eventually get to that 1 million mark. So it's just baby steps and learning to celebrate each win, no matter how big or small you're progressing forward. I love it. And if you continue, I mean, obviously the trajectory is completely insane, but it's not impossible to continue to have that level of growth on a percentage basis. Because once you crack the code, you crack the code. Like, was it five times harder to raise half a million as it was to raise a hundred thousand? No, it wasn't. Once you build up that credibility online on social media, people see, hey, you're doing deals. You're with a great team. You know, you keep having that momentum going. They're like, hey, I want to invest with you. I'm watching. A lot of people would just sit back and watch your progress from afar for at least a year and then reach out to you. So just be patient. You have to be patient and you have to take action. Totally. (laughs) So it's really important to mix these two things together. You must be patient because I know this stuff works. I know it works. So if you keep at it, you will get results. On the same page though, you have to have this sense of urgency about when you're going to start and when you're going to keep going. So these things feel like they're counterintuitive and I get it. Like I have, I'm a little bit of an impatient person. That's one of my strengths as an entrepreneur, but I know deep down, okay, trust the process, trust the process. But when should you start going now? Probably yesterday, right? Because that growth curve If you get an extra year or two in your career, it makes a huge difference as things start to go parabolic, like you've gone from 170 to 500 in very short order. So if you could give one tip to people that are going into their first raise, what would it be? That one tip? Let's see. Good question. Good question. To trust yourself and realize that not everyone's going to invest in your first deal. Even the people that you think that's going to invest, they're probably not going to invest. Trust yourself. For example, my first investor was, he wanted to invest 50,000 and guess how much he invested? 125,000. So trust yourself, believe in the process and you will see the results. I absolutely love it. Okay. Before we jump off, let the listeners know, we got to learn the social media game. How can yeah, That's what I was going to say is we got, media. she's got some social media secrets for yes. sure. And you're yes. definitely showing doing a good job of showing her personality too. So, I mean, however you want to incorporate this, I think could be huge, huge benefit to the audience. Yes. What was the question? What was yeah. the last question? Um, where, where do you use social media? What vehicles, like for people that want to find you on social media, where do they, where should they go? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. My name is Keisha Kennedy. My first favorite platform which I did not know you can leverage that is LinkedIn. And so I can be found on there, K-E-I-S-H-I-A, last name Kennedy, like the president. And then also on Facebook, Keisha Kennedy, but also professional business page, of course, is Kennedy Remedy Investments on Facebook. And then my website is KennedyRemedyInvestments.com. But I also have, got to plug it in, free guide to investing as a passive investor. So if you're interested in that, that's on the website as well. Cool. And do you bounce people from social media to DMs then to a phone call or how does it work from a funnel standpoint? Yeah. So I drop the link at the bottom of the post in the comments and tell them to book a call, but I also use that free ebook guide as a tool so they can get some basic information before they get on the call. Mm -hmm. And if they would like more information, then they can book a call through that ebook as well. There's a link because a lot of people are just curious and want to know, hey, how are you going from zero units to a thousand units in a year? And they might just want information. And so my time is limited and their time is limited. And so that ebook is a hidden tool to just give them the basic information to see if this really works for them prior to building that, to booking that call with me. Cool. And yeah, sorry if I wasn't clear on it. So basically you've done a good job showing the personality of Keisha Kennedy, as opposed to just the business person. 
And so I think mm-hmm. that's something that sometimes a lot of entrepreneurs are afraid to show or lack because they want to be known as this savvy business individual. You've really shown your life to your audience too. So what's your hack there, or your, your two cents to someone who could maybe step that part of their social media game up? Yeah. And it goes back to an investor like knowing and trust you because people know that you're, we're all human, right? So I find it, I have to have balance and I love family, you know, family, faith, fitness. I show it all on on my page and I want them to get to know me because again, they're investing in me and my partners, not the deal itself. And so I want to be transparent and I'm a transparent person. So I want them to see a little bit of personality. I love to work out. I want, you know, to encourage someone to work out as well. I want someone to, you know, to encourage whether if they have a strong faith or whatever they believe in to put that first too. And then also family and then business, you know, I want them to see the whole entire Keisha, not just business side of Keisha. Love it. Very, very powerful stuff. And for people thinking that that's not what they want to do, you're leaving a lot of money on the table. All right. If you look at a personality test for me, if like disc profile, I have a super high D, which means I'm super results oriented. So when you hear people talking about, oh, I want to talk about fitness. I want to talk about my faith, for example. And you're thinking, no, I don't care about that. I just want to make more money. I get it. I am sympathetic to that. If you want to make more money, do what she just outlined. Trust me. Trust me. All right. Got to end it there. Keisha, we're so grateful for you. I cannot wait. That first million is right around the corner. I cannot wait for you. So we're super excited about that. Thanks for time. We'll talk soon. All right. Thank you. Thank you once again for investing your most valuable resource with us here today, your time. If you enjoyed today's episode, please drop a five-star rating and a review below. Take a screenshot of it and send it over to nextlevel at carswell.io. We have a present for you. We really appreciate you guys leaving those reviews because it really helps with the overall SEO and visibility of the show and allows us to continue to bring on high quality guests. So once again, thank you. And remember, take it to the next level.